Big brother, it's big brother. It's my brother, it's your brother, it's our brother. It's his brother, it's her brother, it's their other. One past the gravy bro. What's up, guys? Hello. We just had our 12th eviction of the Big Brother 22 season. And we only have one more real eviction. I guess that's the last one. No, two more, right? I don't know. Scrap that. It's Alex, Emma, and Pat. Again, Chris is in Houston somewhere. We don't know where he is. We lost him. But he's MIA. He is not. You know what he's not? He's not on the podcast. That's where he is not. Well, what a surprise. We Right? Like, some of us just show up and we uh, we watch the show. We want to entertain you guys. But other people, you know, whatever. Family's really important to him, apparently. Ooh. Oh, I've got people family. that love me. Cool. Uh. Neat. Okay, I'm Chris. Exactly. It sounds just like him. It sounds just like him. All right, let's talk about yeah, tonight's no. episode before everybody tunes out. Um, we got our Facebook Live group. They are watching right now. What's going on, Matthew and Daniel and Tom and Paul? Thank you guys for tuning in and everybody that's listening after the fact know that you can watch for the rest of the season just tune in on facebook live past the gravy bro and you can interact with us and join in on the conversation tonight's episode started after the veto ceremony where nicole decided not to use the power of veto although we discussed at at length last night about how stupid it was to not try and backdoor cody because this is really the only shot you're gonna have at backdooring cody mm-hmm so Memphis starts off, he's in the diary and talking about how confident he is that he is not going to be the one going home. He, it's just sad watching him buy into the Wise Guys Alliance and it's like, I created this, so it's legit. But also everybody else just let you think you created something and they're not abiding by it at all. So like, He did create it. Don't he did. He no, did he did create it, it. but it wasn't in, it was not like an insurance alliance for everybody else. It, that's what it ended up being. Um, and... Yeah, you're not going to get far like that. And it just sucks that, like, it had to get down to, like, the final five before you realize, like, damn it. No, that's awesome. That's good for him. Because otherwise it could have gone out sooner. And then he'd be no, like, that's Whoa. true. Nobody paid attention to me at all. Um, so, yeah. Then we had, yeah, Cody not buying about the wise guys again. And then Nicole and Christmas discussing their new alliance that they're possibly going to have a final two with. Although, like... One thing, or actually, the two things that we already knew, but now we for sure know is like Nicole's never going to make a move, and Enzo is 100% all talking, is never ever going to make a move or do anything that he talks game about. Like, yo, bro, yo, like, what if yo, like, we split the votes and then we made Nicole have to get some blood on her hands and we had to make Nicole break the tie? Talked about that for like a whole segment. Idea. Great really idea. idea. Great idea. Both of them was like light bulb, like light bulb moment right there. And oh, hey, let's just go 2 0. Let's go 2 Especially again. if you like, he wanted Christmas to stay. And if you had done that, Chris, or I mean, she, he wanted, um, yeah, Christmas Memphis to stay. If you, did, if you did that, like, guaranteed Memphis was going home and you didn't have the blood on your hands for him. But then I get, well, I mean, then, you know. At this point, like, who She's gives a shit? Nicole him, can't. But... Nicole can't play. Nicole can't play next week. That's true. You do have the possibility of whoever wins, H O H can't vote this next week. So then, whoever's on the block, like, it's a one vote. 
is the determining the factor. So really, who isn't like whoever wins the veto basically decides who's going home to an extent. If if you're nominated on the block, you can save yourself with the veto. If not, the HOH wins the veto, then you determine who goes home basically. And so mm-hmm. you, that's the only real thing that could screw him over is if like he ends up on the block and then Nicole wins veto and sends him home because Nicole can't compete in the HOH. Nicole can't be HOH this week. Timothy, we know that the Astros won. Yeah, we, we were watching. Shout out, shout out to Correa. Carlos Correa. Also, Show shout Rhea. out to us for not watching any of those town hall things that they had on. And It was, was really like, hard for me to not watch that while I, two I mean, other things I, I wanted to watch were on. I Yeah, right? But also, like, shout out to CBS for just being like, okay, ABC town hall, NBC town hall, fuck it, we're still going big brother, let's go. For all the people that don't care about that shit, watch us. That's my town hall. It's Big Brother. And every week we like to discuss it. That's mm-hmm. how we work around here. Julie's so, my moderator. Julie is. I thought she did Miss Savannah. What? Savannah Guthrie was also. Wasn't she a moderator? You love her. I love Savannah Guthrie. You missed her. Hey, I know who I'm voting. I don't need to watch town halls. Okay. I don't um, know who Savannah Guthrie is. She's the ho- one of the, the hosts of the Today Show. She's wonderful. Absolutely lovely. Yeah, I've never watched Today Show. Uh, you well, you know what? You're not with it, buddy. All right. I like the Maybe yesterday show. It. You're not in the. <laughs> We're gonna tell you old news. <laughs> I watch reruns of two days ago's news. I'm more into future news. That's that's my thing. We do, yeah. We we are that kind of that kind of podcast sometimes. Not this podcast. The other podcast. Um, Enzo thought that Memphis, like we. A classic Enzo again. He walks you through every possible scenario, and I know that they edit it to make it more interesting for TV. And this has definitely not been the most entertaining season, so I understand they sometimes gotta dig deep and try and manufacture some drama. Enzo is always the person to come up with that drama, though. Is it not true? Like he's Fair like, yo, I mean, maybe it's better to keep Memphis for a game because of this and Christmas gonna work with Nicole, and it's basically putting together exactly what Christmas and Nicole were talking about earlier in the episode, where Nicole's reassuring her. Christmas is staying, they're like, well, no, we should just split the vote, make Nicole have to make a decision regardless of where she goes, then she's going to piss off somebody. Cody was like, that's going to hurt Enzo's ability because she's going to know Enzo was the split. She's not going to think about it, me being the person to split it. And then also it's going to fuck Nicole over in the game in general. It's just in, in both ways it benefited Cody. So I understood the logic on both of that. Why wouldn't Cody go either way? Emma pointed that out because I was like, fuck you, Enzo. Like – you're all talk. He's, but like this is like the fifth time Enzo's talked about making a move and then didn't do it. So like, well, his name is Meow Meow, which uh, he is being kind of a pussy. See, using your brain right there. Using your brain right there. Um. Then we got another two jury segments again. Um. My weird thing about that was they normally will, uh, not always, but a lot of seasons they have shown like messages from home for the remaining couple of house guests. This time they're like, hey, let's just show all like nine jury members theirs and fuck the house guests that are actually playing the game and are stressed out and could probably <laughs> use these messages. Let's let the people that are probably getting to booze every night and like hang out and just chill in this awesome house that we rented for them like Wait, the jury you, house every season is badass i just want to go yeah, like just can I airbnb that the jury cry over their loved ones or nicole cry over victor 
Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's punishment for having a boring ass season. You're still in the house, you don't get any messages. Yeah. You played the game better, so you don't get any messages. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you. You played the game. You you played the game boring. (laughs) Which I guess all of the jury played boring too, and they just played worse boring. Well, they got voted out because they weren't being boring. They were rocking that status quo. You guys speaking to the mic more, Emma? I don't know if you're in front of it or what. Alex is coming through strong. You're, I'm you're, coming through clear. Emma's much yeah. quieter than myself. No, it just sounds like she doesn't have a microphone in front of her, and you do. We both have the same microphone. I know. I'm looking at it. I'm just saying. I'm just well. Not everybody can see it. People are listening, Pat. Duh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had two jury segments again, and like I bitched about this the last time we had a jury segment. Like I understand getting to see the jury. You want us to keep an update, and like. With less people in the house, there's less stuff going on. So you want to like be like, oh, let's see how they react to Tyler getting back there. And really, they just did this. I feel like to shoehorn the day Tyler conversation, where she was like, "Were you mm-hmm. using Black Lives Matter as a like game move?" And one, I like Tyler. And I don't think he was using it as a game move. I really, I, I wholeheartedly believe that he wasn't using it as a game move and like the way he explained it where he was like yes that does look terrible that actually looks terrible he talked to christmas and it looked bad and so like he kind of had to walk it back which looked bad anyways but i don't think he was using that as as strategy at all i think that he really wanted to go home and was like i can i can get out of it this way and i can justify it this way and i can do this and then Christmas was like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to backdoor you and ruin my game. And now Christmas is in the final four. So that benefited Christmas's game. But then you had the whole them hugging and that thing. And that was just, I think that was really the reason we got the jury segment tonight. But then they threw in the loved ones. And then I was like, the whole time they, were, they teased that Kaser is going to be in tonight's episode. And like, Where the fuck is Kaser? Where is he? Show me Kaser. And I thought, is he, is he going to show up at the jury house? I'm like, like tell him a riddle or something. Like I don't know. I, at first, I thought like we thought he was gonna be on the, the DVD that they pulled out. Oh yeah. 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 I thought he was gonna announce this is the loved ones thing. Which would be weird, but hey, can you just announce something that you don't really need to announce? Yeah, like he did. <laughs> he announced an HOH competition that he didn't need to announce. Well, it had something to do with him though, which I still don't understand it because I don't <laughs> remember much of that season. But it's we didn't just watch that season. human chess. Human chess, but I'm guessing you can only move like a knight or a rook or whatever it's called. But you can kill somebody, so there'll be three people by the end of it. No, makes sense. That would be that'd be a crazy comp. It's like oh, you don't know you don't know about Big Brother Final Four, bro. Like in the HOH, if you're fourth, you're dead. They literally kill you. Throw you into actually die if you lose this competition. Read your contracts carefully. But just just fourth place gets like yeah that's it and everything else is cool. You don't just miss the podium. It's like you miss the rest of your life. Yeah, (laughs) if you really want that podium shot, bro, you got to earn it. If not, then finish fifth. (laughs) Then you get shot. (laughs) Then people start fighting to go home at five. Like just you know, send me out. Actually, I'm done. Or you can like wrestle some sort of like, like you know, like a wild dog, or an alligator. You wrestle an alligator. Oh yeah, because that's definite death. Well, I mean, it ratings. Hello. 
why doesn't CBS hire us to like tell them what to do? Obviously, we got a great idea. Uh, make people fight alligators. That makes sense. Robert says you're using the AirPods mic. That's why Emma's quiet. Are we? Probably. That, I like that it, makes like sense. Robert. Fuck yeah, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we are. There we are. My bad. We're almost done, I, but I it's fixed that, now. Yeah, I understand that. That is yep, yep, uh, much better. That is hilarious. That like Rob. See, we talk about on Past the Gravy, the parent podcast to this. That Robert is the glue that holds us together, and even on the podcast that Robert's not involved in, he still is like saving our asses from the chat, being like, "Hey, dumbass, glue guy." That's on me for just not glue guy. That's what we love about Bobby jokes. We love Bobby jokes. He's awesome. He needs a shirt that just says "glue guy." Made out of glue. Dead horses. No, 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 no. Ooh, horse head, and it says glue guy. Boom, shirt. <laughs> print them. Print the shirts. Print the shirts. That's actually not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Um, we got yeah, we got two jury segments. David, uh, I just wrote down like the highlights that I thought from the uh, the family segments was uh, David's dad and his dog, just because like I feel like I would really want my dog in it if. If I I'd be mad if the dog wasn't there. Like, I don't even need my family. Just, like, have my dogs bark just, at the just camera. Just put the dogs. It's like, I can't understand what they're saying. They're not saying anything. Just, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll understand them. Uh, then uh, Devon's daughter, Cadence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cadence, there we go. Uh, Angela did Tyler's. And you can tell Angela, like, does, like, Instagram work all the time because she had, like, the perfect background, the perfect lighting. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, Tyler was just crying the whole time. And then you had Dom. Tennessee, probably Nashville, Ohio, and Portugal, I think, were their dog. And Tupelo. Cats. Yeah, something like that. I don't know what their dog and cat's names were, but they had a Dalmatian, which was pretty Dalmatian well Dalmatian and a hairless cat. A hairless cat. So. Where was the other hundred? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they could only afford one. They could only afford one. Hopefully there were a hundred other kind people like them that were able to <laughs> adopt those dogs. Um, then we had our eviction. Emma pointed this out. Emma, I like it when Emma calls me out where I've been just really annoyed with eviction speeches lately. And I'm like, wrap it up. Let's go. And I think I'm just done with Christmas to where the like She was like, all right, house guests. But like Christmas, I feel like she does her whole intro thing. And then like her speech was like, all right, Vote for me or not, whatever. But it was like, she's just giving shout outs to everybody else on the outside. I don't know who has to be. Congratulations on everything that you've done and blah, 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 blah. I was like, just shut up. Let's go. And it was like, she just started talking. She just started talking. I was like, yeah, well, I don't like her. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. She doesn't have anything to say, really, is what she's doing. Nobody has anything to say on eviction speeches. Dave Vaughn did, and they gave her four. Especially this late. Like they're like, ah, yeah. we've made this You're speech five the times already, guys. You also so. got to talk to all week. There's five of us in the house. We've all had one-on-ones for six hours apiece. I got nothing else to say. Don't vote me out. Yeah, right. And uh, Memphis, this is the first time. Like, I think it's not the first time. I don't think. But Memphis genuinely looked surprised when it was a two-zero eviction for him, and he really thought he was running the house. Well, usually, though, like, even if it's, like, a blindside, quote-unquote, like, they have all day before the eviction, and they usually, like, spill the beans, like, right before they have, like, the live episode, like, hey, dude, just FYI, it's probably going your way, so just, you know, it sucks. 
Like they, they do that so then they don't have to live with them for the full week or whatever it is. And that's usually how like they'll they'll talk to Julie I'm like, yeah, they tipped me off kind of at the very end. But Memphis was like, I just noticed some weird, suspicious stuff going on early this morning. It's just seemed people mood seemed change. uneasy around. Yeah, mood change. And I was like, damn, they really didn't tell him. And it's probably smart because Memphis is one of those guys where you're like, I don't know what Memphis could do. Memphis seems like he's legitimately like a good enough big brother player where he could have flipped everything somehow. I don't know wild how, card, man. but he could have, yeah, he could have figured it out. And uh, he was not able to do it, but he's, he said there's no hard feelings. Then in Cody's goodbye message, told uh, he told him about having a final two with Enzo. And Memphis was like, yeah, dude, it's a, it's a game. So Memphis doesn't seem like he's going to be a bitter juror. And again, it seems like Cody's going to win this season. Uh, I mean, somebody else has to win this next one. Like, it can't be him. Or else they're fucked. And and then he's probably still going to win the veto anyway and take himself off. So it doesn't really fucking matter. But. Right, and that's that's all it is. That's that's like the beauty of Big Brother right now that I kind of that, that that I love the most about this show is when you get to the end, there are so many like varying degrees where it's like every season there's three or four people, or not every season, but a lot of seasons there's three or four people that you like could have won. Where like Ian was talking about, like the puzzle pieces just have to fall, or the dominoes just have to fall on the right place where all right you got to win final five hoh final four hoh kind of puts you in a or final five hoh puts you in a pickle because you can't play final four hoh you can play final three hoh if you win final four hoh but if you win final four hoh then you don't have the power to evict somebody you just got to hope that you don't have whoever you put up get themselves off veto and then get mad and try and take out whoever you want so it's like there's a lot of juggling going on and i think like that is like in a boring season this is the most big brother we're gonna get to watch so, like, I know it's the end and it should be entertain- more entertaining, but, like, this could potentially be a very entertaining week just depending on how everything falls. Saying that with this season, everything that goes that way, it's probably going to be Cody winning HOH, Cody winning Veto, and then that'll be it. <laughs> like, he'll probably put Nicole up and Christmas up and then tell Nicole whatever, and then, yeah, like, that, that's probably how it will go. But I would love to see like a Christmas HOH, see shit get a little crazy. Christmas on finale night would be awesome. Just because it's a little bit of a wrench of things. And then we can always like just troll everybody and be like, yo, well, Christmas made final three twice. Here's the thing. If Christmas is in the final two though, you know she's gonna have the most Christmas of Christmas speeches ever, and you're gonna wanna kill yourself. Oh, true. She's gonna stand up and he's gonna go. Come on, oh, it's, come it- on. It's going to be a fucking Hamlet-level soliloquy. Shakespeare would be sitting there in his grave going, Jesus Christ, this is dragging on. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. Like, Dan also spins on for me, because since I'm such a Paul stan, Paul's minion was Christmas. If Christmas gets to final three twice, Paul got to final three twice. That's basically Paul made it to final three four times. Christmas was Josh's minion. Well, she was with Paul, too. She got there because of Paul, not because of Josh. Alex will spin anything for Paul. Oh, I will. <laughs> I stand, Paul. I stand, Paul. Um, that's all I got, really. Uh, Memphis, not going to be a bitter jury I wrote down. And then, yeah, we finally saw Casers like, yo, we're doing this night competition. And then they showed a weird scene that I, I didn't get the context of. So we get to learn that on Sunday. Or if you watch the live feeds or on Reddit or Twitter, you can find out who wins the HOH probably in like an hour or so. But You think? Woo! They're doing it tonight, right? They're, I would assume they're doing it right now as we speak. 
I don't know. They've just been disappointing me week after week. Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably find out in the morning when I get up. But that's it. It sucks when we don't have an HRH to talk about, like, who's potentially going to have what happen. But I think let's, fingers crossed, for a, uh, a solid week of Big Brother play. Like, one of the final weeks we got. We had two weeks left. Just make it, make it a good ending, you know? Maybe get a good inning. Give us some fireworks at the end, and, uh, and we'll, we'll call it a day, all right? That's, that's all we got. Southern Star Brewing Company, presenting sponsor of every episode of Pass the Gravy Bro this season. Uh, there's something for everybody up there. Breaking news, breaking news for our other podcast, Pass the Gravy Podcast. The seventh annual Christmas Spooktacular is going Ooh. down Friday or Saturday, December 19th at the brewery 3525 North Fraser Street up in Conroe. It's going to be like, normally we do those like Friday night shows. It's going to be a friggin' afternoon podcast. And then Pat, we get to get a little rowdy afterwards. So that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be like a whole festival. Santa's coming. Santa's going to be there from six to nine, which is great. So <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. I was like, is it six to nine? Good. That's our, that's our day. Good. Let's go. Let's go. So that'd be a lot of fun. We got high dive playing. So it'll be all, it'll be music, Santa, podcasting it's gonna be a lot social of distancing fantastic be yeah, safe guys strict social distancing okay. guidelines it'll be spooky because there are ghosts not just on halloween also in christmas people forget about that people really forget about those christmas ghosts um but yeah something for everybody at southern star brewing company the best beer in the world the new corova milkshake ipa pat said that might be his favorite southern star beer i think it is it's absolutely phenomenal i brought some to my coworkers today i'm i'm waiting to hear from them tomorrow what the verdict is my favorite is the Strawberry Bombshell Blonde. I also have been crushing some Southern brunches. There's Citrus Shandy. It's basically a mimosa beer. They got Conspiracy Theory IPA, uh, Subatomico Juicy IPA. They got something for everybody at Southern Star Brewing Company, the best beer in the entire world. If you're drinking a Southern Star while you're watching Big Brother as we wind down the season, take a picture and tag us at Bro. I'm at Alex J. Middleton. Emma's at Little M Tweets. And Pat's at not Pat Dion. Let them know that you support the people supporting us. They're at Southern Star BC and at Southern Star Brewing Co. on Twitter and Instagram. But that's all we got. The official presenting sponsor of Pass the Grady Bro, Southern, Southern Star Brewing Company. And uh, any, any final words? Any final thoughts? No? Okay. Let's just let's get some gameplay this let's last week. Let's get some fucking game. Let's fucking go, guys. Let's get it. Let's Bring get it home it. strong. Yeah, exactly. All right, you probably won't be here on Sunday, huh? I'm gonna try. Okay. I uh, I don't I know if I'll be able we'll to, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and work something out. All right. Well, we'll we'll be back with Pat at some point next week, regardless of what day it is. Another Monday, Wednesday, Thursday episode schedule. And uh, until then, you guys have a good one. Be good to each other. Have a good weekend and pass the gravy, bros. <laughs>